All right, what's going on, you beautiful boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Pack the Brew. It is World Series time between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. But let's look back at how both these teams got here. Start off in the NLCS with the Phillies and the Padres. The Phillies won it in five games, four to one. But honestly, if you watch the series, it was a lot closer than that. All games were very close games. And Charlie... You were not part of the last episode, but what was your prediction of this and how are you feeling about the Phillies? Um, I'll be honest. I had no prediction for this because it was a toss up for me because it's like it could go either way. It could be the Padres or the Phillies. And in the end, it was the Phillies. I did not expect it to go to five games, though. I thought it would be maybe a seven game series. I thought it'd be a lot like a lot closer in terms of winning, but it was definitely close every game. It's just Philly got on top every time coming back from a four nothing deficit. or was it six nothing? I might be four confusing it with something else, but four nothing. But, you know, it, it was just a it was a fun series. And, you know, of course, the best moment of the series is when Bryce Harper send the Phillies to the World Series. Yeah. You know, and. You know, throughout the years, Bryce Harper was on the Nationals and, you know, first round exit, first round exit. And now he's in the World Series. So that had to feel good for him. Yeah. I mean, anybody in the right mind, though, this is a toss up. Like, I didn't have a prediction. Ryan also, like, didn't have a prediction. We stated we stated predictions like if nobody had like a for sure, like 100 percent this team in four type of deal. Uh in electric series from both sides, I did say last episode that uh, if you want to get somebody into baseball, this would be the series, and I do stand by that statement. Uh, this series was insane. Uh, Bryce Harper, just electric. Whenever whenever they needed somebody, it always felt like uh, it felt like he was just in the right spot, and he always delivered. Never never stepped down from a chance. Um, I mean it, and it does feel like this this. Phillies team is a team of destiny, man. Like they've they've really gotten all the right breaks to kind of go their way. And not that they're lucky by any means. This team has gotten uh, hot at the right time and has really, really played good ball during this time. But I do think that this, this I was wrong. I mean, I did say Padres in six, but Phillies took care of it in five. But like Ryan said, it doesn't. This the score of the series doesn't do it justice. Yeah. How, how do you guys feel about Josh Hader in this? Obviously, man was electric to end the season. He was great in the against the Dodgers and the Mets. But then NLCS only pitched one inning, and you had a lefty like Bryce Harper up in that bottom of the eighth inning, up one, season on the line, and you stay with the righty on the mound and keep Hader in the bullpen, right or wrong decision in game five? Um, definitely the wrong decision. This is as bad as um, Buck Showalter keeping Zach Britton in the bullpen. Is it, I mean, you traded a good amount of prospects. Well, not prospects, but you traded a lot to get Josh Hader. And for the right reasons, he's probably a top three closer in the game when he's hot. And he was hot. So there's no reason to let Sean Mania get destroyed like that. Like, I don't care if he was your pitcher. Back in Oakland, you can't do that. Exactly. Let's not play this stupid little game either of Josh Hader can't get six outs because Josh Hader has gotten six outs. In fact, for a major portion of his career, he was an eight, nine inning guy. So it is it is a dumb thing that people I saw a lot and I did hear people talk about it. But I, 
you gotta put him in, right? Like he's been hot. Like he's been hot all series. He's been hot all postseason. Uh, like after a certain point, he had a point nine year. I forget what that exact date is, but he was cooking for a really long time. I don't know what that move is, especially in a win or go home game. Like you're not, we're not playing to like, we're playing to live another day here. We're not playing to like try and save pitchers for a game that's not going to exist. If you want, if we're playing a win or go home game, you pitch the best reliever in your bullpen. And in my head, in that scenario, it's Josh Hader. Yeah. And um, in that 15 inning marathon, that the race had, they had to unload everybody. It's like, no, you, you can't just like save them. Uh, like even unload the starters like Drew Rasmussen and Corey Kluber. And technically Bob Melvin did unload his starter, but it, it was such a stupid move. Probably the worst move since that, like I said, the sack Brent thing. But um, I think we should also talk about Reese Hoskins becoming that dude in the series. I mean, he was that dude in the NLDS when he had that, bat spike against the Braves and you know he just kept on coming up clutch in every moment yeah Reese Hoskins this has been a, a really good hitter throughout his career one of the more I feel like underappreciated hitters you know kind of rot, rotting away quote-unquote on a yeah. average Philly team until obviously this season and it's nice for him to finally prove himself in the postseason to show what he can do um, Bryce Harper obviously just coming up ahead with that NLCS MVP over him I'd say rightfully so, especially with that eighth and home running game five. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Hoskins, man, this, I feel like every time the Padres would get that hit, Reese Hoskins would answer in his next at bat. Four oh, home runs, an 889 right. slugging for Reese Hoskins and, in five games in the, you know, in yeah. the biggest moments, man. Every single time they get punched in the face, he'd punch him right back, man. What a hitter. Yeah. He, he is electric. Uh, Reese, oh, I was going to gather my thoughts here, but he really was like heavy neutron, man. He just, whenever they needed a guy, whenever they, it was him and Bryce, and whenever they needed a pop, it was Reese, and whenever they needed a base, a big, well, I guess more pop from Bryce. It, that that bad spike plays on replay in my head 24-7. You know how insanely legendary that like moment is going to go down as for him? Just the guy that hit the big dinger and then hit a hit a gronk spike on the bat in the NLDS to move him like that. That's an insane moment. And it's something that he should definitely uh, live with. Now here's a question for you guys. Would you compare this team to the 2019 nationals, a team that just snuck into the wild card, didn't win their own division and got past everyone when they weren't expected to do anything. In fact, yeah, I agree. I think that's a really, really good comparison, especially like obviously like that that Nationals team had Juan Soto, but like I said, the they're they do have like a lot of similar components. Two guys, a guy that has pop, Juan Soto, you could give it to Bryce Harper. Um, you got a couple aces in that pen. Yeah, you got Aaron Nola, you got a wheeler in there. They they just had they just had guys and that's exactly what this uh, Phillies team has. This Phillies team has a lot of dudes, a lot of dogs, uh, guys that I think that. I mean, it's this is a little early for a prediction, but I like it is it is so hard for me to pick against this Phillies team. But it's I heard this comparison, I really like it. It's the hottest team in baseball versus the most skilled team in baseball. 
So you're either going to pick momentum or you're going to pick skill. I, I see the comparison with the Nationals in 2019 for sure, kind of an uh, underdog team making a big run. I would say that Nationals team was better. They had a younger player with Juan Soto, a more rising superstar. Obviously, Bryce Harper is a superstar, but not rising superstar. He's a two-time right. MVP. Um, yeah, I think uh, Bryce Harper was on the Phillies in 2019. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I thought you meant. I'm talking about the Nationals with Juan Soto. Oops. Um, yeah, uh, I'd say the Nationals run has been better. Obviously, we'll see if the Phillies are even even able to finish it off. But I'd say the Nationals run was better. You know, obviously, we won't talk about the wild card game. Uh, and then, you know, to beat the Dodgers in five, to you know, to get two big home runs off Kershaw, to get the uh, grand slam on the top of the tenth, and then in Dodger Stadium to sweep the Cardinals. To, you know, beat the uh, Astros in that World Series, I'd say they're just a little bit better, uh, more, especially the way they started. Obviously, the Phillies had a rough start to the season, too. But what was the Nationals? Uh, I forget, but they, it was not good early on. Oh, God. They, Nationals account made a big deal out of it, I remember. Um, yeah, I know. They tweeted every freaking day. <laughs> I mean, just moment after moment after moment for that Nationals team in the postseason. Phillies, Great moment so far. Great team. But I think the Nationals just a little bit cooler. Kind of like Ryan said, too, like moment after moment after moment is kind of exactly how this team is, too. It It is truly insane how many times that I've I've counted out the Phillies and I'm like, man, I, I don't see it here. Like, I really don't see a way. And then, boom, Bryce Harper, Dinger, bang, Bryce, Reese Hoskins, bomb. Like, it's it's insane how, how many – like, it, it is – they're they're insane. This and Schwarber, Schwarber's had moments too. That's it's insane. Yeah, I completely forgot to mention him. Yeah, Schwarber had an awful uh, wild card in NLDS, and he did better in the NLCS. Which, yeah, which is what you want. I mean, I, all the guys they've they've gave big contracts to finally Showed. starting to pay off, man. Exactly. Yep, and uh, especially Castellanos. Yeah. Um, speaking of teams that don't like. The contracts, the Yankees and the Astros. Um, that series, I did make a prediction on. I said the Astros in five. I was being too kind to the Yankees because. And so was I, Charlie. I mean, I forgot I the, that. I, yeah, I forgot how good the Astros are. My bad. I, I thought they would be a little motivated from the 2017 ALCS and 2019 ALCS, but I guess not. <laughs> and. Um, Aaron well, Judge. How much motivation you have, man. It's they just they can't beat the Astros, man. They own them. Yeah, they you can't even call it a rivalry. I mean, it's like what Joel Embiid once said about the Boston Celtics. It's not a rivalry. They beat our A word. I'm not gonna get Ryan in trouble, but <laughs> I think you guys get the point. It's just no matter how many times they play them in the playoffs, the Astros always win. And you know, they. I don't think there's any excuses this time from the Yankees. No trash cans, no supposed wire, even though it was found out to be a necklace and confetti tap tap to it. But uh, but the roof, but the roof wasn't the roof wasn't closed, Charlie. That's a good point. Even though they did pretty, w- even though they did pretty well um, in Yankee Stadium against us, I don't hear that excuse. A- anyways. But um, can we talk about the Yankees hitting man? Really, only two bats in the series showed up: Rizzo and Harrison Bader. 
Gators legend. The team, 162, 232, 269, and 502 team OPS in this ALCS. That's embarrassing. Aaron Judge, man, historic season, a 180 OPS in 16 at-bats. And Yankee fans booed him off the field. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, it's the Yankees fans. We expect uh, them to boo anybody whenever they're not doing well. They're not going to think about the regular season. And honestly, they probably shouldn't. I mean, like regular season is great and all, but what matters most is the postseason. And Aaron Judge did not show up in the postseason and like usual. Mm-hmm. And he did have a couple of homers. You know, that was an embarrassing season for the guy who definitely could have won MVP, regardless of you guys think Shohei should win it or not. It's going to happen. And, you know, that, that that's just sad for Judge. And, you know, this focus is on the free agency. Yeah. This Yankees team was on pace for 120 wins. And again, a team that had an insane regular season falls short in the playoffs. Uh, similar to the Dodgers, powerhouse team that just falls falls short. In just very, very good series from the Astros, the Yankees struggled, obviously, but watching Jeremy Pena in a moment where they need him show, I mean, and for all things considered, like, in my head, Altuve was cold during the series. He wasn't there. He wasn't good. Like, the fact that they're like – It's not just you, that that big, I mean the big Yank, the big Astros, and their 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 big guy at their second base, just doesn't not not having a series and still managing to sweep the Yankees is just an insane show from this Astros team, and truly shows how good this Astros team is. I, I, I gotta tell you, this is a team that has just dominated the American League for years now. I mean. They've been on an ALCS run since, what, 2017? And, you know, they won the first time against the Yankees and Sam's and beat the Dodgers having games and questionable fashion, of course. But you know, 2018, made it to the ALCS, lost to the Red Sox. 2019, faced the Yankees again. They won again, and they went to the World Series. 2020, they faced my race. They were down 3-0, and they almost did what Boston did in 2004. And it, it left race fans to the point where they were just exhausted and didn't feel too happy about winning the pennant. Last year, they beat Red Sox in six games, I think. Six games, but in now they've won another ALCS. So Four that, that, that's six years, man. I I would kill to have, be there once. And they have yes. done it four times. In six I would years. love to have a pennant. Please give us a pennant that isn't from 40 something years ago. I, Y'all I don't actually, have a pennant in the last three years? Couldn't be me. Cole Blake Snell. <laughs> I, I tweeted out, and it was kind of premature. I'm like, this, this Astros team with four pennants in six years and one World Series title, say whatever you want about it, but it is a World Series title. Um, I call them a, a dynasty, and I, I that was premature. But I do want to ask, if they won this World Series, are they a dynasty? Two World Series, six years, four appearances? It It's always hard for me to say two titles and a certain amount of years as a dynasty, but 
considering they've been to the American League Championship Series for like six straight seasons now or seven? Is it six? I, I can't do math, but basically it, it, it's hard to argue that they aren't a dynasty. I mean, it, it's hard to argue that. Obviously, they need to win against the Phillies. I mean, they're just three times, if two times I felt like they should have won it too. You know, it feels like a dynasty that just has been unlucky since, you know, they won in a weird way in 2017. 2019, yeah. you could argue that was one of the greatest Astros teams ever, probably one of the best teams of the 2010s, and they just lost to the Nationals, who were really hot. 2021, that was a really good Astros team. I thought maybe that was the only team I feared in the playoffs that year. Of course, Boston shut me up, but um, you know, you could argue that they should have won a World Series against the Braves, and they lost. It was like it feels like they've had bad luck against the hottest teams, despite the fact that the Astros have been hot all year. You know, you, you got to wonder if that it's going to be the same thing again, but if it isn't, it has to be a dynasty. I mean, you have to win this world series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, world sports that Jeremy Pena, you already guys kind of mentioned a little bit, but I mean, just the clutchness in this man, an 824 slugging and 17 at bats in this ALCS the, the Astros' ability to, you know, quote-unquote replace Carlos Correa is insane. Correa has so much playoff experience, so many clutch hits. Obviously, he's still a great player for Minnesota now, a free agent. But for them to just kind of replace him, replace a player like that with a, a rookie shortstop is, is incredible, man. I don't think the Astros, you know, development team or whatever you want to call it, the official name is, gets enough credit, man. Top to bottom, this Houston Astros team is one of the best in baseball. But the funny thing is their farm systems always ranked really low and they always still find talent out like you were going out for us in 2019. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Pena just recently, Kyle Tucker. I mean, it's insane. And like I also crush MLB.com's rankings right now. Um, but you get the point. It's just insane. You know, there's not many teams like the Astros. I mean, the Mariners have had luck recently with finding talent in their system. The Rays have. Yes, I have to mention them. It's you guys know the trail, yeah, but and you know the White Sox. I know last year wasn't this year wasn't very good for them, but they have had success with finding talent. The Atlanta Braves too. I mean, but the Astros have been more consistent. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, man, this is just – you look at this Yankees team and you look how they played against the Guardians. Five games. They played five games. They were on the brink of an elimination to a team who won a very bad American League Central. Obviously, they're either a good team overall, but, you know, the Yankees should have destroyed them, especially with how the Guardians looked against the Rays. Sorry, Charlie. I mean, but the offense was just horrible. And you're like, oh, okay, Yankees got this. We're going to sweep them. It's going to be embarrassing. Then you look at Houston – they faced so much adversity, and that, especially in that game one in Houston, the game three that went 18 innings, they still came and won all three games. And you're like, yeah, this Houston team is just so much better. And the re- reason I picked them, I even said they're like three tiers higher than I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be a really bad cold take. And no, it's like I could have said five tiers higher than the Yankees. They're so much better than the Yankees. 100%. And there was a race, and I originally picked them to win the pennant, which – I'm very glad I got that right because Mandy and L did not look good for me. 
Mm-hmm. Me too. I was all for to three be on the Phillies. Before we get to the World Series, got to shout out Quick Trip. Right now, they have a pound of potatoes for only 20 cents and a five pound bag for a dollar. Absolute bargain. Make some tater soup, make some mashed taters. Cannot miss that. And then on the app, you also have a free pound of potatoes. So save yourself a little bit of money right there. And of course, of course, get yourself also a brown cap chocolate milk too while you're there. We got the World Series coming up on Friday. The Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. We talked about these two teams in depth. And I'm pretty sure our listeners are going to want to know who the hell do we think is going to win the World Series. So let's give them that. Gage, I'm going you go first on this one, man. You're mean, not funny. <laughs> I need some time. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've been – oh, nobody quoted me, but I'm going to quote myself. I said, quote, nobody takes Houston to seven games, and I stand by that. I do think this asked as much as – I said it before, hottest team in baseball versus the best team in baseball. I'm going to have – I as much – as it pains me to say it, I think I'm going to go Astros in six. That is my um, exact prediction, actually. The Astros in six. By the way, for the record, the first episode that we did of the playoffs, I called Astros in six. I did not call who they would play, but I did say that they would win in six. So (laughs) we're going to stick to that. I do think it's possible for them to lose, uh, to sweep them. That, That is a possibility. But I really hope that they win in six and that the Phillies manage to bust out two before, uh, before the Astros have their reign of terror. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, that's my prediction too. the Astros in six. My reasoning is the Phillies have to cool off at some point. Right. I mean, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't the, count on it. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe they don't. I, cool off. I mean, the Astros are just a much better team. They haven't lost a postseason game yet. Okay. And how about this? How about this? How electric would it be if the Astros won it in four and didn't lose a postseason game for the first time since the team in like some fake stat, like 1920 something? That would almost did it. I mean, kind of. They got to the World Series undefeated in 14. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned the, uh, it's not often like in these kinds of sports where, you know, you have seven game series almost every round that you see a team go undefeated and finish undefeated after the postseason. I mean, we, we almost saw that happen with the Golden State Warriors in 2017, I think. But, you know, I don't think the Astros will finish undefeated because I do think the Phillies team is hot. But at some point, I think they got cooled down because Gary, remember, they were very close to giving up that playoff spot to the Brewers. and. No yeah. team in yeah, sorry to interrupt you, Charlie, but no team in MLB history has gone undefeated in the postseason during the wild card era. So mm-hmm. it won't be the first time. That, yeah. Wow. I say and my other reason for the Astros winning is if they don't win now, when are they gonna win? Because it feels like twice they've had good opportunities to win another World Series and they blew it. So when is it gonna happen? It has to be this year. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely fair, man. I mean, it's it's either do I want to pick, but all right, honestly, Gage, you've been saying either the hottest team in baseball or the best team in baseball. I'd say it's 
the hottest team in baseball and the best team in baseball. Charlie, you said it. The, the Astros haven't lost a game yet. And I'm, obviously the Phillies are extremely hot. I'm not denying that at all. But I think the Astros are a little bit hotter. And I'd say they – I don't know. I mean, obviously the Padres and Braves and Cardinals are great teams. They wouldn't be in the playoffs if they weren't. But I'd say the Mariners and Yankees are, are better are better teams overall, and they made quicker work of them. The Astros are definitely the better team, and I'd say by a good margin on paper, but obviously this game is not played on paper. Otherwise, the Phillies would not be here. It, it's tough, man, because obviously Houston's the easy pick, and to say they won in five I don't think would be crazy at all because they are that much better than the Phillies. But I picked against the Phillies against the Cardinals. I'm like, oh, they're going to be embarrassed. Cardinals are going to win in two. I picked them, picked against them against the Braves. And I picked against them against the Padres. Do I want to go over four? Do I have to continue it? Because I feel if I pick Houston, it's a guarantee the Phillies are going to win. But if I pick the Phillies, <laughs> Houston's going to embarrass them. It's it's that obvious. So yeah. each fan base is ruined for me to root for the other team. <laughs> loose loose situation for you. It, it seems like it always is for me on here. <laughs> um, that it. is, I'm gonna stick with it and it. go with without a doubt the best team in baseball this year the houston astros too i don't want to say win easily but one in five games i think it's going to be just like the padres phillies it's going to look oh well they won five that was easy but all the games are going to be extremely close still i'm going houston five watch this game go to seven watch this go to seven so, hey, also, just want to also add, congrats to the Phillies on winning their first World Series since 2008. <laughs> hey! No! <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot they beat you. <laughs> no! Hey, at least you've been there, man. I can't even say that. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Yeah. Two pennants. Literally not in my lifetime, so I, I will take what you have. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, um, before this episode ends, I just want to say, you know, we forgot to talk about earlier about the Yankees mishaps because they are bringing back Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman. And yeah, I think as we talk about this, Yankee fans are uh, not not in a good mental place right now. And the, <laughs> so bless, the Cardinals, bless their hearts. In the Cardinals, in the Cardinals, sentimental little walk off is ruined as Adam Wainwright returns for another season. That's electric. That's so funny. Because they all had this like mutual agreement and all, I think, all said out loud. There's probably quotes of me. I don't think Wainwright ever officially said it, but I thought I was just going, it was assumed with Yachty and Pujols going. Bro, if you send off Pujols, Molina, and Wainwright off the field at the same time and you like all cry and wave them goodbye, and then Wainwright's like, I'm back. (laughs) I lied. (laughs) He's never retiring. (laughs) <laughs> he, is, did, he did say this would be his last season but just just hold on <laughs> we'll this is he's playing as long as tom brady without the talent <laughs> or the or the family problems okay yeah <laughs> but other than that we all have the houston nationals picking the or we all picked the houston nationals to win the world series so we already know how this is going to turn out for us because that's let's go <laughs> The pack the brew jinx is so good. We're so good at this. Yeah, but, we are. All right. Boys and girls, other than that, appreciate you guys listening. As always, uh, we will be back after the World Series to talk about Do that, of see. course, and our Ron prediction. 
We appreciate we'll you, see you in. in the next episode. Next episode.